This is Confessions of a Book Collector. I'm your host, David Headley, and I will be exploring all aspects of publishing and book collecting, interviewing best-selling and upcoming authors, and sharing insights on books both old and new. Welcome back to Confessions of a Book Collector. Today I thought we'd do something different because I like to mix things up a little. Today I've invited Lizzie Curl to come and talk to me. Lizzie Curl is an amazing young woman who is the festival director of Capital Crime, one of my companies that I am the founder and managing director of. It's a crime festival in London. It runs from the 31st of August until the 2nd of September this year in a hotel opposite St. Paul's Cathedral in London. It's my baby of my companies. It's only five years old, though through the pandemic it's been difficult to host a, a festival. But it's one of those things that I've become incredibly proud of because of the love and the passion that people have given to us for this festival. Lizzie, I'm going to stop waffling. Hello, welcome. You never waffle. A pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. You are the festival director and you've been working hard behind the scenes and in a week's time... When this podcast goes live on the 27th of June, uh, we will be running a launch party for Capital Crime. We will be announcing everything. So we thought, well, we would be announcing all of our panels and our guests. And I thought that we would coincide the launch party with release of this podcast. So tell me, who were the big hitters coming this year? Oh, we have so many. We're spoiled for choice, really. Um I'm excited by all of the authors coming, um, but a couple that you might recognise at home. Um, we're delighted, of course, to be joined again by Richard Osman this year. And we've been told it's his only crime festival, um, so we're really grateful to Richard. And he'll be there ready to sign. Um, He's been a massive supporter, hasn't he, from the very beginning. He's been wonderful. Yeah, from the very start. Um, yeah, just overwhelmingly positive support from him. So very grateful. Um, and he'll be introduced, uh, or interviewed rather, by Miles Duke. Uh, he's a fantastic, hilarious uh, man, and I think that's going to be a fantastic, entertaining event. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be brilliant, if I do say so myself. Uh, we're also, of course, joined by another Richard this year that I think, well, David, I think you're a fan, aren't you? <laughs> Richard Armitage. Yes, Richard Armitage, of course. I'm a fan as well, of course. Um but he's a very talented man um, on the screen, and now he's turned his talents to the page. Um, so he's got a great book co- coming out called Geneva. Um, a crime novel. It is a crime novel, um, and it's about a Nobel Prize winner um, who starts to suffer from Alzheimer's. She recognises the signs that her father unfortunately went through as well, so it'd be very moving and brilliantly done. Um, so really interested um, and excited to hear what he has to say on stage. Yeah, I think he's probably when we announced he was coming earlier people were very keen to find out what day he was coming who else have we got coming um well we're also fortunate to be joined by the wonderful lisa jewel i'm really excited about her book that's coming out this year so actually rather ironically about um a podcast yes it's very brilliant um so that'll be fantastic and lisa's always great um and who's she with so Lisa will be appearing with the wonderful Adele Parks. Another brilliant writer. Yes, a fantastic woman and writer. Um, and they'll be in conversation with the wonderful Sarah Shaffey, who's a brilliant journalist as well. Um, and they're great friends, so I imagine hilarity will ensue on stage. No one quite sure what's going to happen when they're <laughs> together, but I'm sure it'll be very entertaining. Um, 
And then of course we have Louise Candlish and Dorothy Coombs in as well, which we're really excited about. It's actually Dorothy's 20th year as an author this year. Um, so that will be really fun to celebrate. Um, the Keep It Effect, I think, was her first one. It's romance, but she moved to move into crime. She's come to the dark Domestic side, noir. Yes, domestic noir. And then, of course, I'm really, really excited um, about uh, Sally Wainwright. Um, for you, those of you at home that don't immediately recognise the name, Sally wrote something that I think every home in the UK watched earlier this year, and that's of course was Happy Valley, um, and we're just so excited to welcome her to the stage because she's an incredibly talented writer um, and woman. So I can't wait to listen to that. It was one of the best TV shows I've seen in such a long time. Yeah, and really rare, rare actually how they serialised it as well, so the whole country was waiting from Sunday to Sunday to watch. You don't get that much anymore. No, and I don't think I've ever seen Sally Wainwright do it. A crime festival before. Certainly not. No, so this might be a good coup for capital crime. I think so, and a great way uh, to meet Sally as well. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, uh, you're obviously interviewing the phenomenal Kate Atkinson. I know, I'm kind of a little bit nervous about that because I love her so much and it's always difficult when you're going to interview someone, I guess you're your hero. Um, I remember being a young boy in, um, don't hate me Kate, I was a young boy in York and she lived in York at the time and she wrote this brilliant novel called Behind the Scenes at the Museum and she became like this minor celebrity in York and I remember because I used to see her around and I used to point her out like, oh she's that author and now... Um, I get the opportunity to sit down and talk to her about her brilliant books and Shrines of Gaiety, which is her newest novel, is just the most phenomenal read. So I'm excited to to talk to her about that and the inspiration, which I, I, I know it's based on a true story and a true person. So, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing that. That's the closest I think I will get to doing a, a podcast with her. So I'll go and interview her. And talking about that, actually, I am doing a podcast event. I'm doing a live podcast event with Robert Goddard, which is also something I'm truly excited about because Robert Goddard is, I just think, one of the best thriller writers. I remember reading him when I was at university in 1992, and I have been a fan since. So that will be, well, it'll be challenging to do a live podcast, but it'll also be interesting for me to talk to Robert about my 30 years love of his book. So that will be fun. I think it'll be interesting to see you up on stage, David, because you're very cool and calm and collected. And I think, you know probably more about books than most people in the world, let alone just no, in well. Um And I will be really interested to see if you become a massive fanboy with Kate Atkinson and Robert Goddard. <laughs> can't wait. Did you not listen to my fanboying of Rachel Joyce on the last episode? Um, that was... Uh, awkward it's I mean the thing about it you know authors for me are like my they're like my my film stars you know they're like film stars to me they're I just I think anyone who can sit down and write a brilliant book is yeah very brilliant so um I'm really looking forward to talking to those two but overall I'm really excited about capital crime and yeah I mean we have so many different events I mean we have how many events yeah, no, I mean, I'm so excited. We've got um, 33 events at the moment scheduled for over the weekend with around about 100 authors attending. Um, so incredible diverse panel events, subjects um, and content. Um, you know, there's hopefully something for everyone. And when we set this, you know, we set out to create Capital Crime back in 2018, which is crazy how long ago that is now. Um, another world. 
Uh, we always wanted to make sure that there was something for everyone on the stage and that you hear your favourite authors talking about things you don't perhaps often hear them talk about. Um, and I think it gives them a challenge as well, which is good. But it's, it's so true. When, we, when I you know, decided to do this, first of all, one of the things that kept coming up was writers are the creators of a lot of TV shows and obviously we are bringing people from the TV to our festival but without writers we don't really have anything for our screens so I'm really excited to to listen to some of these writers who have got shows and films and, and TV programs we we also have some other fun things right <laughs> um, so we have our debut game show returning this year with the formidable Paul Clayton um, we're so honoured that he graces our stage. Um, he's taking a break from his current Disney project, the Full Monty Revival. Uh, Is he still filming that? I think it's out now on Disney. Actually. Oh, right. It just came out. Um, it's very funny. Just a secret plug for, for that. If you, looking, if you want to just step away from a book, dare I say, it's a very good watch. Anyway, um, so yes, Paul will be back um, and he will be hosting five um, authors uh, on each team, so two teams. Um, they'll be chatting to one another um, and honestly it's just organised chaos but it's hilarious every time they have to act out scenes from each other's books, uh, they have to answer fast fire around questions, um, it's just a wonderful way to meet the next generation of great voices in crime fiction um, and everyone is really fun and they get involved which I like, they're good sports. So that's the Whose Crime Is It Anyway debut game show quiz that'll take place on Friday morning. Um, and we're also really lucky this year because we're going to be joined by the Northern Crime Writing Syndicate who are going to create a bestseller in one hour. Um, so these are six brilliant Northern uh, authors that basically ask the crowd for a couple of ideas and then they create the bestseller in front of you. Um, so as entertaining as it is mind-boggling, um, so that'll be a great one as well. We also finish our opening evening with our fingerprint awards we do indeed yes so the fingerprint awards shortlist will be announced on the 6th of july and you'll be able to head to our website www.capitalcrime.org um, to vote for your favorite in each category um, so the winners of each award are chosen by you so please do go check it out and have your say also everyone that votes has the opportunity to win a ticket to capital crime um, so if you're looking for another way to get involved with the festival, that's the way to do it. Um, so we hope to hear from you. I mean, we are your festival, aren't we, David? We are, absolutely. It's about readers, so that's what drives us. We want to deliver for the readers. Again, it's capitalcrime.org, the website, and all tickets available to buy now. Um, do come and join us. We will have people on site, so you don't worry if you're coming alone or with friends or family. There will be people there to guide you if you want to meet an author and you're too frightened to go up to them come and talk to me I don't care I'll, I'll take you to the author and I'll make them talk to you um, <laughs> absolutely we're all there to be we're all we're all there to be entertained and we're and we're all there to meet people and for fans to meet their favorite writer so um, come along on that weekend on the 31st of August until the 2nd of September and then on the Friday evening after the fingerprint awards if that's not awards if the fingerprint awards are not enough for you, then we also have a pub quiz, kind of, a crime quiz. A pub quiz with a twist, a crime, crime theme twist, of course. Um, so yes, come test your knowledge and it'll be 
you are guest authors and likewise the authors against their readers to battle it out to see who's the brainiest or the most in the know with crime fiction. I think I know which side's going to win, don't you, David? Me. I <laughs> win. <laughs> Um, but do you know what, what I'm really, really excited about? Not only because hopefully my job will be over by this point, but um, the DHH disco on the Saturday evening is going to be a lot of fun. It's called Murder on the Dance Floor. It'll be full of authors and festival attendees and all ticket holders are welcome to join us. I think the only crime will be me dancing, but we'll see. I have seen you dance. I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. So, if you would like to come see the Lane, guys, it's worth a ticket. I'm really looking forward to it, probably because then the festival will be over and I'll be more relaxed. <laughs> I think so, we do. Um, I'm just looking at the schedule. I've got the schedule printed out in front of me, and it's taken us both close to 10 months to put this together. Um, and I'm just looking at all the events. I'm so genuinely excited. How excited to be thrilled by what you do and we're very fortunate well i think that some of the panel names are ingenious and that comes from your dark mind my dark mind <laughs> <laughs> oh dear my mum will be so proud she is <laughs> i know that your mum is very proud She'll but be there, so, no. i i think some of those uh titles of the i'm not going to say anything because i think you should uh go to our website and download the the program and then go to the page where tickets are and buy tickets because you'll not want to miss out. But I'll give you one, my favourite, um, I think my favourite panel name is Handle with Scare, The Art of the Perfect Horror Story with Chris Carter, CJ Tudor, Alex North and Sam Ripley. I think that's a really brilliant title. I can't wait to go to that panel. Yeah, I think it'll be great fun. And again, some wonderful authors there that are doing extremely well, so... How fun to see them all chat to each other on stage about horrible things, no doubt. <laughs> um, I'm also excited about the, I mean, I'm not boasting about this title because it's not inventive at all, but we've got Supernatural Women with Joanne Harris and Sarah Pinborough, and I just can't wait to sit in on that one. Um, I think that'd be absolutely fascinating. So if you're an author and you're listening to this podcast and you haven't been mentioned, it doesn't mean to say that we don't love you as, as equally as we do the others. We just wanted to highlight as much as we can. Um, so Capital Crime from the 31st of August until the 2nd of September in Leonardo Hotel in St. Paul's, opposite St. Paul's Cathedral. It has amazing rooftop bars. It has amazing space. We are going to look after you. You're going to have so much fun. You'll be able to mingle with all of these wonderful authors. And if you want to have your book signed, Goals for Books will be there. We will have books everywhere for you to buy one of the stages is going to be called goals for books there will be beautiful signed first editions for you to buy um and first editions for you to get signed as well as paperbacks and things but um i'm really excited about it so obviously this year we're really excited not only by our new venue um we are also introducing something that we're all very excited about called friends of capital crime so we will be offering anyone that signs up to this wonderful initiative um, exclusive access to our programmes, early looks at tickets, you'll get invited to all of our cider events across the year um, and be kept up to date with us and you'll also receive discounts. Um, for more information on this, please head to our website that we have mentioned before at www.capitalcrime.org. And we hope that you will come along and join us for this very brilliant festival. Lizzie, 
Tell me about your route into running a festival. How did you get involved in Capital Crime? Entirely by accident, as with most good things in life, I think. You have to say yes at some point. Um, so I was fortunate enough to uh, do a master's degree at City University in London um, with some fantastic tutors and uh, fellow authors that have come out of that course. And I actually met you at a book launch for one of those authors. Uh, Chris McGeorge is on your... Um, he belongs to DHH Literary Agency. And he, yeah, he invited me along and we just hit it off and at the time to support myself through university I was working at a company called uh, Backyard Cinema and I was running events for them for you know, 80,000 to 100,000 people every six weeks um, and I loved it but I was looking for a change and you were that change Mr Headley. <laughs> you came into my life and you pitched this idea and I thought how fantastic it sounded and I think I've always loved the kind of gratification of a well-run event. It's a thrill that I can't even explain. Um, and combining that with my other great love, which of course is crime fiction, there's no benefit for me. And did you, when you were working, sorry, when you were studying, what were you doing? Were you doing a creative writing course then? I was doing creative writing course, yeah. So I did uh, my BA at Goldsmiths in English and American Literature, and then I was thought I could give it a go. So I applied for a course, I got on and I loved it. Um, it's a great experience all round and it's led me here so I'm entirely grateful. For Are you still writing? I am a little bit on the side. More for me these days now though. So for pleasure? For pleasure definitely, yeah. Is that because you've met so many tormented authors that you think I don't want to do this to myself? <laughs> no, just, you, know, <laughs> you just nodded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't had the idea yet. Let's put it like that. Okay. <laughs> but yes. How <Hell> diplomatic. <laughs> um, and I guess you've always been a reader, then. Absolutely, yeah. From a young age, um, very much pick, used to pick up books. Um, my first crime fiction book, I remember it so well, was um, it was a Martina Cole that was on, we were on holiday in Cornwall in a little holiday lap and it was just one of those ones, you know, with the bookshelves where you can take what you want. And I was very intrigued by the cover because it looks quite naughty and something that I should probably not read. I think I was about 10, 9, 10 at the time. Wow. Uh, and I picked it up and I raced through it a day and then I it dragged my uh, mum around charity shops looking for more books and it was a tiny town and they didn't even have a bookshop but they had a charity shop. So and that was it. That was it from the get-go really. Um, and and what are your who how, do you have favourite authors now? Would you or do you read widely? I try and read as widely as possible. So I I've always had a great fascination with American American authors, and obviously, sadly, um, Cormac McCarthy passed away last week. So he's in front of everyone's mind, um, and as he should be, he's one of my greats. He was always you know when he recently released two new books. I think I was beside myself at Christmas. I got. I ended up getting given uh, four copies for Christmas, so you know, wow. very on for me. <laughs> um, but I also, of course, love. There are some incredible um, English authors out there as well that I just go to every time. For me, you know, Lisa Jewell's one of those. She's up there. I've read everything she's had. She's ever written. Likewise with Dorothy Kinzen. Um, so the fact that these incredible authors are just, I now get to email them and say hello to them um, at festivals is just a huge thing for me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. I, I'm overwhelmed really we, part of the luxury of this job and I didn't quite expect it really is the proofs you get sent and for me every time it comes through the mailbox I, I do kind of do a little dance and think oh another proof my husband rolls his eyes and sighs and thinks where are we going to put it all but never mind they get read 
Um, so you're not a book collector? I have some lovely first editions. Oh, do you? Okay, yes, good. Do, well course. done. Uh, so I have all of Laura Shepard Robinson's from the Get Go Because Girls Review, such beautiful copies of hers. I'm very excited about her, the seven squares that you've got coming out. Uh, it's the square of sevens. The, the square of sevens. Sorry, square of sevens. I'm very excited about the Goldsboro edition of Square of Sevens that's coming out this month. Um, that's all black and gold and gorgeous. Yeah. Um, who else do I have? Of course, have David Fennell's. I have his complete works with the beautiful spreaders. Um, is spreaders a thing now? Do we say spreaders or do we still try and say spray edges? Well, you know, the thing is, it's this is boring for everyone else, but they're no longer spray the edges. It's all digitally printed. So they're called spreadges because they used to spray the edges, but you can't call them digitally printed edges. What yeah, do you call them? Dedges. It doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't quite work. But all of these beautiful edges that they 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 print on on the pages of books now are digitally printed. So, yeah, dedges. Dedges. I actually have to mention. I know it was a, a brilliant book for you guys last year, um, and she was on the podcast as well. But Ayanna Lloyd Banways. Oh, that book was so beautiful um, and so beautifully published as well. Oh, everything about it, just from yeah, from the get go, was just stunning, um, and I love that. So I do, you know, I do read other books, not just crime, but let's be honest, crime's great fun. Crime pays, as they say. Fingers crossed, David. <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and then I mean, I could literally talk about books all day. I've, I've, I'm reading lots at the moment. I've got. I always try and read a book by every author that attends Capital Crime. So if I have, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, the most. I always get a bit shy, don't I, in person. Um, I like to be behind the scenes, and maybe that's the job I do. So if I ever get stuck in a lift with one of these authors, I like to be able to introduce myself and say a book that I genuinely enjoyed at first. Um, so I probably do you get stuck in many lifts? Is it just this building? <laughs> I don't make a habit of it. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like it's the moment you least expect it, that a crime author's just going to come around the corner. And <laughs> if you, if you, uh, that'd be the least of my worry. If I got stuck in a lift with a crime author, I'd be worried about my life. Okay, so let's move on. You have to leave your house and you have to take one book with you. I ask everybody this, and so this is part of Confessions of a Book Collector now. It's something that I ask everyone, and it's the most difficult question. But you have to leave your house, you can't return, you have to take one book with you. What is it? The next route on the shelf, can I take two? Because they're both very different. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, uh, so I have a book, uh, it's called um, The Series of Unfortunate Events by Nanny Snicket, it's his first book. It's the first book I read that really piqued my interest in crime fiction at an earlier age than when I read Martina Cole, um, and those books were like cracked me, um, and my granddad actually bought it for me and it's signed from the music it which i just thought was oh the best really thing ever when i was nine years old and actually the older i get the more i appreciate it so Daniel Handler, who wrote those, he was he is ingenious, and they were brilliant. So Did you watch the TV show as well? Yes, I think you know both adaptations have been great. Um, but Patrick Harrison, Patrick, Patrick Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was just an absolutely fantastic Olaf. Um, he got the eyebrows down. Actually, better than Jim Carrey, in my opinion. But you know, I love Jim Carrey, so all respect there. But I do think they still haven't done the books justice. I know people always say that, but generally, I think some of the Harry Potter films get close for J.K. Rowling, but I think um, 
yeah, I don't think Lemony Snicket's had that treatment yet. So, anyone? You want a third adap- adaptation, yeah, do you? I need like I need the full blown film. But maybe it's not possible because the book. Sometimes books will always be better than anything that you can do on that different media, which is TV and screen. Yeah, it's a conversation for a panel on that, I think, David. I think so. I never want to be on the stage, though. Not really. <laughs> um, so we're putting you on twice. I know, I know. <laughs> but that's that's the way it has to be. It's very exciting. Lizzie, thank you for coming to talk to me about Capital Crime. I am so excited about this year. This will be our third year, even though we've had five years of trying to build a company because we've had a pandemic in the midst of it. And we tried two locations. We went outside last year because of the pandemic. We wanted to give people space. But we're going back indoors. We will keep it safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this location is going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm really genuinely so excited about the location this year. I think, you know, you don't get more London than St Paul's Cathedral, do you? So. No. Um, and we're very excited. There'll also be a taxi driving around with the capital crime logo with us driving around our streets so guys if you are out and about in london over the august um over august and you spot a taxi do take a picture and send it great to hear from you i think we should do something with that so if you are in london and you do see our taxi and you do snap a photograph of it and you send it to us the first person that does that we will give you a weekend ticket yes golden ticket hunt is on yeah see our taxi it's running from the 1st of august right yes i believe so 1st of august until our um festival on the 31st so if you see our capital crime taxi driving around london and you take a photograph of it and you send it the first person to do it we will send you a free ticket yeah look forward to seeing you there thank you for listening thank you lizzie thanks for being here thanks for having me Subscribe now to be one of the first to hear our new series and follow Goldsboro Books on socials to keep up to date with our latest news and to discover who will be joining me on Confessions of a Book Collector, your new favourite podcast.